Hello, welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast. It doesn't feel right unless I say that. No. Um, feels good. We've got Annie in the studio. How are we all doing? Are we all all right? An impromptu Annie. An imp- yeah, a very impromptu Annie. But we're doing we're doing a client Q and A this week, so we thought we would rattle it off, and it wouldn't be right. Obviously, Annie's got her own clients and stuff who have been you know chirping in her ear about this, that, and the other. And to save them doing that, we're going to answer your questions now, so they can just anytime someone asks us something, listen to the Q and A, mate. Yeah, exactly. Done. It's in there. Effectively, this episode is to make our lives easier, I reckon. Yeah. So we don't answer client questions anymore. We just no. We we yeah. actually we are like yeah. season two, episode nine. <laughs> Listen, God. <laughs> All right, guys. I thought I would kick things off with uh, just a, a few fun facts about yourselves. Let the people know a little bit about us. We've had a few questions come in. I think some of them have been a bit personal. Um, I had someone ask me when I lost my virginity is their question when I was asking for them and I was like That's probably won't make the edit <laughs> <laughs> that could be in your fun facts <laughs> that could be in your fun facts <laughs> but I thought if you want to I'm aware Annie isn't a big fan of the voices but I was going to suggest we do them in impersonations of each other <laughs> so I was going to do mine like you you could try and try a Yorkshire no, accent if you want Andy I'm going to try and be you but I can't you want to try and be me I, is it I because it's easier it. Well, all right. Okay. Uh, sh- shall I shall I kick things off? Kick it off. So tip off. Yeah, oh, mate. Exactly. Oi, oi. Um, champs, working Blackhawks. Um, <laughs> um, right. So my my fun fact. No. Right. Is that Dave? <laughs> Dodd? That's a Dave Dodd accent. What? <laughs> that's that's a you accent, mate. Um, I can't talk like a, like like a geezer. But anyway, uh, basically, I was just going to say um, I've I've had a slightly dodgy left shoulder because when I was when I was really little, I might have been six or seven. I was fully obsessed with Spider Man, mm-hmm. and I got bought for one of my birthdays a Spider Man web blaster, which is basically a little Spider Man glove, and it would shoot silly string if you did the Spider Man like thing he does with his hand. Um, and I thought it would be a good idea. I believed in it so much that I went on my bunk bed, <laughs> hit, the, hit the lampshade with some silly string and just jumped off and uh, absolutely ruined my shoulder when I was a kid. Um, yeah, and then it's still not... not I, I don't know whether it's a still a knock-on effect of that or something else, but I just thought that was quite funny. That's a better shoulder story than your one, Annabelle. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cool. That is very funny. There you go. So that is that is the history. Well, my shoulder. This is a really big (laughs) fact that I. It means a lot to me. I love sandwiches. Okay. (laughs) And that's it. To be fair, I rate that. I love sandwiches. Yeah, I love sandwiches. Favorite sandwich. Go. Oh. There you go. These are the real interviewer questions. but. We'll do another episode on that. Halloumi another whole, whole episode. episode. Another whole episode, just on that. And he probably has about four sandwiches a day. Yeah, nice. mad. Don't keep your size for nothing. Bigness. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, what's yours? Uh, my fact is potentially controversial, but I um, I brush my teeth in the shower. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> At least you brush really them. That's absolutely wrong. Andy does, Andy brushes his teeth in the really? shower as well. Everyone thinks I'm weird. No, but... I think both of you are Romans. Yeah. It's efficient. Yeah. At least we brush our teeth. Yeah. It is efficient. It's All right, efficient. fair. So no. Brushing your teeth is boring. Okay. Doing it in the shower I, makes it fun. Just while, yeah. while we're on this subject as well, just a, just a public service announcement. If you're coming to the gym, especially if you're with PT, and then your PT is going to be like right up close to you, spotting you, whatever, brush your teeth. Um, yeah, especially those early morning clients. Yeah, like, I've literally just rolled out of bed and I came here. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking dope. Number, number, number of times, I, I, I can taste what they had for dinner That's last disgusting. night. Whilst I'm spotting them. How close are you to your clients, Max? Just, just pretty please brush your teeth before you before you come to the gym. Before you come see me, if I'm spotting you, just 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 brush your teeth. Mouthwash, get the Just oh. <laughs> anything. Red red wine teeth as well. Um, Nat, what is what is yours to I'm round us go off? With my one in the car. I hate <laughs> wet plastic. <laughs> I don't get it. That's so random. Why? Next time you're in the shower and not know. brushing your teeth, mm. <laughs> just like oh that edge you... on the shampoo, that shampoo lid. I still don't know what you mean. The edge on the shampoo. I know. Can you drink out of like a plastic water bottle? Can you do that? Yeah, that's not too bad. Cause it's not like sh- it's not like an it, an edge. That's like an actual finish to it. But like a straw. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't so get it. Saving the planet. Yeah. I think no. So. No plastic. Yeah. 
that's it. That's my that's my fun fact. All right, guys. Shall we get into into the the client questions themselves then? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Has anyone got a juicy one to kick us off for, or shall I go? Yeah, whatever. Well, um, I've got. I've, you I've, go, Max. I, I had a, I had a fun one from this morning purely because my first client uh, came in and he was like, "I'm not gonna lie, Max. I'm hungover." Um, went out on the lash, and his question to me was very simply, uh, "Should you train hungover?" Straight away. Um, thoughts. I've had some of my best ever sessions when I'm smashed out my face, yeah. and I've had some of my best ever football matches. So. <laughs> And you say smash it out your face, are you still drunk? Or you <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think if you can catch it when you're still drunk, you'll be fine. Exactly. So if you can catch it when you're, like, actually hanging, nah. I think it depends what the session is. If you're going to go and, like, smash the shit out of yourself, maybe don't. But if it's just arms, you maybe get away with it. Hey, hey, don't, don't be saying just arms, yeah. Just so, arms. There's no just about arms. I don't know if there's any, like, scientific research that I says think, that you shouldn't you probably just get injured yeah i think the main thing is just make sure you're hydrated yeah yeah you're going to be dehydrated you're probably going to be tired as well because i'm going to go yeah. ahead and assume that you've not been no, sleeping well, well you don't either. sleep as well anyway yeah. basically if my clients come they're a little bit tipsy or whatever still hungover they're basically going to do single leg work for a whole hour just so that i have the pleasure of watching them fall over <laughs> <laughs> the coordination Step is ups. slowly degenerates <laughs> reverse lunge <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really not the one. I mean, it, it has various other health effects, but we've covered that in other episodes, mm. you know, lowering testosterone and whatnot. So you're probably not going to be fired up for that, Max. But yeah, if you get in, you, you almost like sweat it out. I used to go, go yeah. sit in a sauna afterwards and you could just oh my feel, God, that make me feel everything sick. seeping out your system. No, but you, you do that, cold shower straight afterwards, a <gasps> couple of pints of water. I was going to say a couple of pints. More pints. <laughs> <laughs> Hair of the dog is sorts, Solid. sorts you out beautifully. Um, no, I don't think I could train on a hangover. What's your go-to hangover cure, everyone? Fry up. Boom. Fry up. Yeah, mine's greasy. like a good breakfast. No, not greasy. Mine greasy. would be like a right. good like pancakes or something like that. Mm. Nice tomato juice. Annie, uh, what are you, uh, what I don't are you really doing? Drink, like, drink particularly. But no, neither do I. Just rhubarb garnish. Rhubarb garnish, yeah. <laughs> if it's not got a rhubarb garnish, I'm not drinking it. If it's rhubarb flavour, why would you not have rhubarb? I, I'm standing by this. I should have had I rhubarb. That. I'm with you. I am, um, yeah, I don't know, just a good pancake, something like that. Eggs on mm. toast. Pizza. With no. ketchup. Pizza. Yeah. Oh, interesting. When it's you like get cold to the from point, the night before. Yeah. Spider it's when you get to the yeah. point where you like, I normally can't eat for the first half of the day and then the second half I'm like, yeah, I want to eat starving. everything. Mm. Like, mm. give me all the food. No, I'd probably go with a pint of orange juice and a, a single shot of vodka in it. Just to even, even, even me out a little bit. Yeah. Screwdriver. That's what it's We don't all know the cool lingo. Um, all right, let's move it on. Who, who's, who, who's got another decent question? Yeah, I've got one. Yeah, go on. Um, Basically, how many times do you recommend I train? Is something I get asked all the time. Oh, I feel like that's, that's the go-to consult questions where mm. people come in and they're immediately like, well, right. to get results. Right, right. 10 right. times a week. <laughs> yeah, 10 times a week, Two times PM. a day. We'll factor that one in for you. <laughs> yeah, don't you worry. Um, I mean, if, if, if you want to train half-assed, you'll get half-assed result at the end of the day. I feel um, like three is the golden number. So do I. I think three that's the is minimum, great. Yeah. Like three, you don't put too much pressure on yourself. Mm. If you go to four, well done. Mm. If you do two, all right, fine. Mm. Three is like... That is a, that is a sweet spot. Solid. Like if two is all you can do, like yeah. still do two. Oh yeah, absolutely. Two is better yes. than it's not, not, it's not three or nothing. Like, I'm saying to make substantial change. Yeah. So you can you can you can maintain and still you still if you're a relative newbie make decent mm, progress yeah, on two. Yeah it, it yeah. depends on your training, like, which yeah. I suppose. People but as you get more to advanced. Feel like pressure to train like five times a week. No, no. it's like yeah. oh, I can't try five train five times a week. So Only I shouldn't five. train. Yeah. I just like, like what are you doing train now? Five times a week. <laughs> I'm always like, what are you doing now? They're like nah, zero. I'm like, well let's make one. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Start with one. So what can you do basically and what can you commit to is basically the question I throw back to them. Mm. Because ideally I want you to train three to five times a week. But if you mm. can't even commit to one, we're pissing in the wind. So I, I mm. basically throw that question back at them. Mm. I think it depends. Like, if you've got all the time in the world, yes, it's, I could I could say any number at you, which would obviously be better if we if we get into the upper end of things. Mm. But if you say you're going to do four and then you feel like a failure because you keep only doing three, then that can mm. give you a negative perception. Yeah. 
versus if you are real with yourself, you're like, I can only train twice a week, get in the gym, train, and yeah. that's going to see much better and results. And also what your you're doing as well within those three sessions mm. is also super important. If you're not just turning up to the gym three times a week, <laughs> checking <laughs> buy a, in, buy right, a smoothie. see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Sit in the lobby a for a little bit. Bar. Yeah, exactly. A la Dave Dodd. There you go. <laughs> a protein bar. A protein I love the box love. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, protein, you hit your protein target, it is important, but yeah, sadly, if you don't do anything with it, you are just going to be shitting it out. <laughs> That's the reality nice. of protein. <laughs> um, um, shall I hit, hit you with one? one? Absolutely. Weighing myself regularly and taking an average, however, I still can't get over my heavier days. It really affects my mood. Should I stop my daily weigh-ins, uh, my goal is fat loss. Mm. I, th- so. I think daily is too frequent. I think you have too much fluctuation when it comes to how much water am I holding on to, how big was my shit this morning. People get so fixated on the specific number they see on the scale day to day and then I think that can become really unhealthy like purely based on what I had yesterday to eat how much I've been drinking and yeah I I would personally say if you want to do it once or twice a week I think that is a healthy way to look at it but if you're getting much more frequent than that I think it can become obsessive and then you can have you can spiral from there feel like you're making no progress Mm. and then your motivation decreases as a result I always feel like weighing every day is better because then if you took like a weighing Yep. took your weight like one day and then again the week later and there's a massive change you're like what's going on but if then you've done every day the average is like decreasing mm. then you can see the decrease yeah but I, then like obviously there's questions about those what days where it is higher yeah, yeah. over that do you, yeah. do you think that's because you are more of an advanced trainee and you're I mean maybe I think I think that that person needs to get over themselves and actually <laughs> learn the reason why there's a weight fluctuation yeah and then it won't matter anymore yeah, okay. I think it comes down to I that. know that I know that there is a reason that like that they know they know mm. why there's weight fluctuations. However, it still it still says it on yeah. the scale. That's what I mean. I so think it, I, I know that I know that they've made changes in other areas of their training and their clothes are fitting better, they're actually down on clothes sizes. Their measurements are down as well, like they feel great. So I would say stop weighing yourself altogether mm-hmm. or weigh yourself daily. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, you can you can invest in one of those scales. I think they're only about 20 quid that will give you a composition reading. They're mm. not that are like are the most accurate things in the world, but they're, they're, they're pretty good. And the thing is, even if your weight nudges up, I've used them before, like my body fat's not moved anywhere. Mm. So I know I'm just holding on to more food, more water, whatever it is. You know why I say get over yourself? Because that same person that's weighing themselves the initial goal is based on the number and it shouldn't be about that the number is irrespective of that it's an indirect measure of what it's trying to achieve Mm -hmm. but they need to get over themselves because the actual thing they're focusing on is that number Mm -hmm. hence why learning to weigh yourself might actually help because then you realize that it's not actually the be all and end all of everything and you can see what that data actually represents but i think it comes over to the fact that that person also is getting so fixed at that number yeah. that they're forgetting the bigger point. Well, it's like when you say, "Oh, I, if if somebody says I want to lose weight because I want to feel stronger, I want to feel fitter, I want to feel more confident," mm. and they don't start losing weight, however, they do feel fitter, stronger, and more confident. Would they still take take that? Like I've had it before when people say, "I want to get bigger," and then we make them a little bit leaner, and they're like, "I'm big." I'm like, no, you're not. You just got lean. I can see it all now. So the truth is it's perception-based. They mm. don't actually know what they really want. They just need a little bit of help understanding what it is. I think the sc- I think scales are good to understand how your body can fluctuate. And it literally does a lot. There's so much that it can fluctuate with. And weighing yourself regularly, you can see that. Having an understanding of that is good. It's like when you're weighing your macros and you're learning about mm. your macronutrients within your food like daily logging of your food it doesn't have to be for life but it's a great way to be able to teach you what's in food and what's in the stuff that you're eating yeah so i think it's a good way to learn about your body and how it fluctuates Mm. but i wouldn't get tied down to that number and if you feel like you are and it's affecting your mood then 
But from a coaching standpoint, it. from a coaching standpoint, Max is right. You need to know what's in front of you and what's going to make someone tick and how you attack it to get the same outcome. I think that's what makes us bespoke with who's in front of us rather than, well, you're just going to weigh yourself every day or you're going to weigh yourself. I've done mm. it three times a week or four times a week. But ultimately what you're trying to get out of them is them understanding what it represents. And then I think they get over themselves. Yeah. Mic drop. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> next, next question. Um, has anyone got any personal ones about, about you guys or about the team or anything like that? Uh, I, I actually I, I, don't. When, when, yeah, I, when I, I put do. it on social, I just got a bunch about basketball. Uh, largely, oh, really? largely people that I've played with, and they're just asking me about yeah. how the season's going. We're champs, by the way, official of last night. Um, <laughs> and could, like, when uh, when am I available to be beaten in a one on one? The answer is never. I'll wreck you. Um. <laughs> I've had I've had what's included in your personal training services, oh, okay. which is quite good because like yes. I think we're quite different to how we package things up. So. We've had that, so I don't know if anyone wants to answer that as we are all working together. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah. mate, you're, mate, you're, 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 you're the, the serpent's what, head on that. Depends what the client wants. That's, right, <laughs> that's do, true, yeah. Yeah, majority of the stuff we do is one-to-one personal training, but we're based in a location, Guildford, Surrey, or we're also based online as well so they're the two kind of ends that you can go to there's even a hybrid between the two as well like yeah. some people train in person and then on zoom like clients go on holiday you give mm-hmm. them that because that's what they're doing i've got a client that is always in america for example and yeah. then i will train them online when they're away i'll train them here when they're here mm. and then we manage your accountability we manage your training mm. and that is what we're there for we're here to get you results Boom. But, Mike, <laughs> another mic drop. Another mic drop. <laughs> Jeez, so many mic drops. Mics are dropping. <laughs> so, um, slightly different uh, end of the spectrum from your your question about weight loss and the scale. Yeah. On that was that I had someone about asking me about um, uh, what was it? Um, why is my strength plateauing? And I think that could be down to a, a combination of reasons. I didn't get any more detail than that either. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's that's really useful because it can be down to all sorts of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, largely, what it is that you're training, how advanced are you? Are you actually tracking it correctly? And you actually are making strength strength mm-hmm. gains, mm-hmm. and you just don't realise that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know about about your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, my question first would be, how long have you been training for? Mm-hmm. What it is that you want to improve, and how you see like in your head how you perceive strength increasing yeah. like what does that look like to yeah. you and the only additional one i'd add is how do you know it's not how do you know you're plateauing because a lot of people don't know that they're just maybe inducing so much fatigue that they're not unlocking their potential mm. and they're not actually plateauing they're mm. just a bit lost and i think if they can answer those questions you just said in that one then we have scope on how we manipulate it yeah if, mm. if, if you are also just in in terms of your training if you are not giving yourself a new stimulus your body will not adapt. Your body adapts to this. So the thing is, if you keep running through the same motions, your same five by five on your bench, and you think, if I do that forever, I'm going to continue to progress and get better at this, mm-hmm. the sad reality is no. There are things you can do outside of your bench that will improve your bench, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I use that because that's the one I, I probably most frequently get asked about by um, men because I think there's, there's something masculine about bench. Mm. I'm pushing, I can squeeze my chest, I can see my arms. There's, yeah, and, and the fear of death in case Annie the bar... bench. I know she does. <laughs> Maybe for the same reason. <laughs> the fear of if, if the bar comes down, I might die. <laughs> um, uh, all of that. But if you don't give yourself that new stimulus, you're not actually going to... That's principle. Exactly. Mm. You're not, you're not going to make any adaptation, yeah. Yeah. So hit yourself with a different rep range. Hit yourself with some tempo work, some pauses. Get Throw these things in. Get yeah. a get a personal trainer. So I was going to say like it's hard to answer this question without knowing like yeah. what, what program are they following? Like yeah. are you following a program? Yeah. Probably should be. <laughs> yeah. This is where a coach is so valuable. Yeah. yeah. Can we look yeah. at your? Is it a form thing as well? Are there some things you can do? So there are a few handful of primers you can do before you do a bench to I don't know, get better scapular retraction. So therefore you're going to perform better and yet lats not going to fucking slip out and then the bar's going to get wobbly. Um, all sorts of things it's, um, getting a coach is like more than just them writing you a cool program or mm. them giving you technicals it's like you know like the devil and angel on your shoulder the devil's going you don't need to do that fuck off don't need to train the angel's like you need to do it you need to do it and you always listen to the easier route 
or it's perception based if we go back to forget strength if we go back to like physique it's like you'll see what you see in the mirror based on what you feel that day mm. rather than what the reality is but your coach will give you a clip around the ear roll and say get on with it and there's mm -hmm. so much value in having a, a set of eyes that takes emotion out of mm. it yeah yeah, yeah. I, th I think people's perception of plateauing could be over testing as well we've spoken about this mm. i think last time you were on the podcast danny about are you plateauing is your one rep max plateauing because you're doing one rep max tests mm. every single every week, week yeah. and that's actually what's causing the issue itself mm. yeah make that less frequent test yourself every month maybe not every week and then you might see a better return yeah uh one more before we before we get into a to a royal rumble um, do you want to go, Andy? Yeah. Go, go, go. He's, he's, he's flicking through on so pages. Here's, here's one. Are sit-ups good? Because, you know, everybody that comes into the gym's like crunching away. Mm. And obviously there's been quite a lot of research that's come out in mainstream blogs, not real research, but mm. like don't do spinal flexion because that's going to cause back pain. Mm. So a lot of people have heard that and then asked, should I do six, uh, six packs? Should I do sit-ups? Because obviously everyone wants a six-pack. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyone well, I mean, first of all, the, the number of ab exercises that you do are not going to give you a six pack. Mm -hmm. So yes, just yes. stop stop having that assumption yeah, that most that's people going to be the key. Can I do a bit of ab work? Probably don't really need to do ab work. They just need to stay away yeah. from eating yeah, too true. much. Yeah. You need They've to... got excess body fat yeah. around their stomach. Yeah, you need to you need to get yourself lean. And the thing is, people don't realise that their abs are working in so many of the movements we yeah. give them in their programs. Yeah. You know, whether it's ro fighting yeah. rotation, whether you're doing a squat, so your it's abs always are braced. There. Your Try abs doing some of those exercises without having any abdominal muscles. Mm. Good luck. Yeah, they are they are braced the entire <laughs> you time. You're going to build killer abs. What? Absent. <laughs> <laughs> what? Absolutely, men don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they stand for for you. <laughs> Absolutely, get get lean, and you'll you'll see them through your compounds. I think, uh, but in terms of sit ups, sit ups specifically being bad, I think is an interesting. I don't think one. I ever use sit ups. Um, I wouldn't say they're bad. I just think like most people <laughs> have no, the perception. The perception that they are. Bad, I think though. execution is the key. Like, most mm -hmm. of the people are like their thoracic's collapsed and mm. they're in flexion and then they're trying to do that and it's causing pain and most of the time it's because their hip flexors are tight so mm. they're getting this whole like complex around it but if it's executed well and weighted well within a program it's a movement that we're all made to do so mm. I think again it's just overuse and overload yeah I think people's imaginations as well there are ab exercises you can do which will put no flex through a spine which will potentially be a better option for you I don't yeah. know it depends on the and number of people we get in with back pain you and know. your rectus abdominis is predominantly fast twitch muscle fibers so it responds best to low repetition and high weight so doing thousands of crunches probably not going to get you one anyway yeah i mean that that's that's it's interesting uh, talking about abs like that because no one has that perception like you think about train to get a big chest or a big bum or whatever it is you think mm. train heavy low reps mm. you why why would you not do the same with your abs mm. exactly because this you know you got like you're underneath you know your in, inner abs and all the rest of it that are all made for stability so it makes sense that breathing and core stability exercise and long duration stuff is gonna benefit yeah but they're multifunctional as well like other things so training them to their specifics is key hmm. sick lovely let's get ready to <laughs> rumble um that was that was all right was better than i thought annie stuff. was gonna do it i want to be in yorkshire Oh. Yorkshire language. Let's I'm get curious. ready to rumble. That's Scottish. That's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> in, Come on up. In the tatley. Rumble in my tea. Yorkshire. <laughs> Yorkshire. <laughs> do you find yourself like like holding back the Yorkshire sometimes? Um, I don't do it consciously, but then when I'm with like my family, I speak in a much out. stronger accent. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, can I hear him? I can't. I can't just. The only thing I can cool, say that like it really comes out is North Yorkshire. I can't say that any differently. Can you do like a geezer one? Okay. Like London. No, I'm going to try. I hear you, Roadman. I thought in this in this Royal Rumble, I'd test our technical knowledge a little bit, and we'll see who's been doing oh, their homework and who's not been doing their homework. Oh, so, well, uh, I'm thinking about who to dish which one out to. Can I just um, back someone else? Can I just like support? Someone? No, Annie, you can do plyometrics. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know you're such Benny a big. knows loads about plyometrics. Just like a module. At you. Great, thanks, Max. Such, <laughs> such a big fan. If you if you did it at uni, surely. Uh, um, let's think. Uh, Nat, you can have uh, Japanese drop sets. 
Oh, uh, flips. <laughs> what are we doing here? Just defending and, this. Andy, you can have uh, Bulgarian, so Bulgarian style training just every okay. hour. Yeah, okay. Olympic style. Okay. Um, I'll I'll do um contrast training. Although weirdly, like sometimes I've I've heard it called French contrast training. Yeah, I mean um, that is what it is. Is it re- is it really? I didn't know it's French. There's French con- it's French contrasting, and then there's PAP, and then you put the two together, and it's. Um, mm post-activation potentiation which mm. is another method of contrast and there's the two yeah. methods so right. one's French contrast, knowledge power alright 3, 2, 1 go ladies are we, are we excited here? are we going <laughs> I have no idea I train every half an hour and then I have a rest <laughs> I also train one RMs do you have a do what you are you have, doing do you have a full time job mate no this no. is my full time job I love I it I can jump really high Yeah. you can jump yeah. really high I win medals I'm a bit jealous. I well, I can jumping. Yeah, I can run really fast and really explosive. So I'm I'm, I'm like a boxer. I'm strong AF. I get to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I get to do more. Yeah. So what? <laughs> Guess what? Um, I only get to do one Olympics. Then I'm injured. <laughs> I don't even get Retirement. to go to the Olympics. Uh, not even the Olympics, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah, I love how we started. We started getting a bit louder, and then Gemma the dog is is, is not a fan of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Either that, or she's trying to get involved. I'm, I'm trying to get I'm involved. I'm just strong, basically. Um, you know what this is? This is when you two go off, Max and Spider-Man Andy go off yeah, yeah. every week and just try different methods of training. Spider-Man. Yeah, just to knowledge. Sorry, why can we both? Why can we both do a <laughs> on like dance? all of these, yeah. all of these methods, just on just Bulgarian. for upper body? Bulgarian. Well, no, we, no Japanese drop sets we did with squats. Yeah, well, he did, and he was sick. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I was pretty close. I was yeah. right on the. Max has brought this one. Knocking on the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's ingrained in his head. It's mm. honestly, you can't forget. On it, I think I've I've done that a few times with basketball where I've like been so, get, made to run plays until like you want to be sick. It's literally like the film like semi pro. They do the same thing and it's like you're gonna keep running until someone's sick. So for everyone who doesn't know, what's um a Japanese drop set max? A Japanese drop set, isn't it? You load up for your eight rep max, uh then you go to twenty five reps, but you take two point five percent of the weight off yeah, two each to time. 2.5. Yeah. yeah, boy. You basically fuck yourself. Yeah, you absolutely kill yourself. So how many sets do you end up doing? A lot. One. Just just one. Oh just one. But yeah, it, yeah. I know. I know the idea of doing twenty-five reps, Annie, is like horrifying. Uh, it's, I don't comprehend. I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't so comprehend it. It's a, it's a hypertrophy method that do allows you to keep five. the weight high. Yeah, basically. It's we'll absolutely it disgusting. Uh, let's just say on we, shoulder day. I'm ill that day. <laughs> no. Let's just say if you're one of our clients, we probably wouldn't make you do it. Uh, yeah, like in the early doors at least. I did it with Ben. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, if you're training with me, you'll never do that. <laughs> there you go, that's a quality endorsement right there. <laughs> Sign up with that. Um, right, should we move on to some more questions? Mm, yes. Who's got any, uh, more, uh, any more good ones? I've got, um, I've got one. Can mm. you be body positive or have body positivity mm. and still want weight loss? Yeah. Ooh, I think yes. Of course you can. Yeah. You gotta remember that it's positive to do that if you want to do it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think there is a bit of a stigma, isn't there, about um, you've got to love your body how it is and mm. that kind of thing. Yeah, what's well, that Cosmo cover? Was the whole body positivity having a, a a woman who was morbidly obese on the cover of that? But she's a body positive fitness influencer, and you can absolutely love yourself, but being having the self awareness to want to go away and improve yourself and make yourself healthier. I think is is you're still positive about your body and where yeah. it is, but you're aware that you're on a journey and you're moving um, yourself yeah. in, into a, into better shape, into a healthier shape. You might not even be doing it for that reason. You might be doing it for a positive reason of it, the effects it has on your sport. So mm. yeah, I don't oh, yeah, think absolutely. I don't think everyone who's dieting is doing it from like a place of hate. No, um, let's face it. I mean, the majority of the population, it would posit- positively impact their health if they lost a bit of weight. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Shabang. Our, well, we, no, we did our we did our episode on obesity, oh and it was and the stats on that. Go back yeah. and listen if you've not checked it out. But the stats are abs- really eye opening, just in the UK as well. It's, we would be healthier yeah. as a population. I'm not yeah, and I think that that's that. very positive. I think if you Save if you're NHS. healthier, save the NHS and all of that, and being healthier results in you losing a bit of weight. 
Yeah. Mm, that's Annie, very positive. Annie, where do you stand on this? You're being a little quiet. Yeah, I think it's difficult because I agree with what you're saying about, like, from a health perspective, like, for a lot of... For people that mm. are overweight, losing weight is good for them. But then it's, mm. like, being body, body positive through the process as well. Yeah. 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 Like, people shouldn't be made to feel ashamed of how they look. Absolutely. At, no, like, yeah. any point. No, you shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't ever feel ashamed of where you are. But also, at the same time, I think when you're in a particular place... If, especially if you're if you're 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 I, seen as an idol to some people, or maybe like a lot of people look up to you, or you're trying to show people that this this is an okay way to be, it's it's a really grey area because I th- I think mm. the thing is it's it is absolutely okay to be there, but you should be want, wanting to move down if you're in that morbidly obese category because you're at risk of yeah. literally dying, heart disease. Um, all sorts of cardiovascular diseases. Um, yeah, but here's a question, right? Here's a question. Aside from weight being a health, you know, a physical health problem, yeah. do you think the positivity association with weight change is because of weight change or, an, or a different facet of mental health issue? Does that make sense? As no. in, do you think what it's like do you a mean? hormonal shift? Or, no, not or hormonal, do but do you think it's the association with weight or that person's perception of how they fit into society and the interaction what, like, they have yeah. with other people? Being yeah. Yeah. And like all yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, it's, it's really sad. It reminds me of a, a friend of mine who was used to be a little bit overweight and she really got into her fitness, got herself into the gym, lost a substantial amount of weight and then got together with, with a guy mm. and... He basically said, oh, I probably wouldn't have given you a second look because he, he, she showed Oof. him some pictures of her mm. when she was the, the, the way she used to be. Oof. And he was like, oh, yeah, probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have said hello or wouldn't have matched with you on Tinder or whatever it was. Um, and, and that makes me a little bit sad. Looking at something like that, I, it just makes me think, yeah, because that, 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 that weight loss has completely changed her life and changed people's perception of her. And then, you know, obviously now she's in a relationship with this person so that, that 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 confuses me the way it can change your life and change people's the boy the way people treat you i mean there's there's talk that attractive people walk, waltz through life because people want to be nice to you people want to mm. engage with you in a different way because you know whether there's an ulterior motive whether you just want attractive people to like you mm. because you've got that easier pathway it's you see attraction it, isn't yeah, it? yeah you you see it really prevalent in schools mm. So I think that can be quite damaging in itself mm. because then it can motivate people to lose weight so that you fit into that class mm. that that boy or that girl will give give you some physical attention. Or it's more how they hold themselves as a person. So it might mean because they're more attractive, they're more confident. Yes, So they're absolutely. more open to speaking to more people and yep. then more people would be friendly to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, d- I don't think it's just how they physically look. No, I completely no, agree with you. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I think if your weight loss... Like, if you're looking to for weight loss and it's coming from a good place and it's coming from a place that you want to be healthier, you want to be fitter, you want to be stronger, you want to be a, around for longer, mm-hmm. then by all means, go for it. But if it's coming from a place of you want to try and fit into a to something or society mm. or you want to try and I don't know lose weight for a certain thing Here's I just I, I don't think that's healthy. Do you think people hide behind what you just said when the real reason is they want to actually lose weight because of their own positivity issue that they have with weight loss and then they'll say it's because I want to be healthier fitter stronger when actually they don't really want that do you think people hide behind they don't that? actually care they don't oh, really I feel care like they just people use it as a mirror do now. I feel like there's more awareness of it now mm-hmm. well, like, I think of your health people, people, no, but people, I think people are largely conscious of appearing vain like someone will yeah. come in and I mean. they don't want that perception especially with their trainer they don't want to be talking to them and say I just want to look really that's sexy. what I'm trying to say yeah. is, it, is there anything wrong with being really vain no well? there's, there's not if, if, that, if that's your motivation because we, we put a stigma on like oh, you shouldn't be like that but that person's happy being vain and let them be vain right? yeah but I think are they really happy because no, your whole determination you is how other people think of you what other people think of you I feel like the danger of that is as well like what when's it going to be good enough like yeah, you're going to get to that true. point and then be like okay now I'm chasing the else like you know, yeah. you know like some people just like nice things to look good yeah if that person's happy yeah but for other people's approval 
In, but that's True. in your eyes, though. But then, that's what yeah, I'm but saying. it is for other people's approval. But then, it? why'd you buy that new pair of leggings? Why'd you buy that nice dress? Because like these ones got a hole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like a <laughs> white stage. Yeah, exactly. No, but, why'd okay, you buy that so, jewelry? All but you know what things. I think the answer is? There's different levels to it. Yeah. I think so that's the answer. When it yeah. comes to life and like working out, because I think that it's gonna make me lose weight to fit into society. Cause I, I couldn't commit to something for that long. But if it's mm. just going out for a night and wearing a nice dress so I look nice, mm. I'll do that. Because like, like, I, yeah. I used to have a coach that used to say to me, look neat, play neat. And what you're saying is don't turn up with your socks hanging there, your, t- your shoelaces there, tie up your shin pads, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it resonates with like, I like sometimes coming in with a coffee, like with my shorts, a nice pair of trainers, and I'm ready to coach someone because I feel good. Mm. rather than turn up like a scruff bag like not didn't care didn't even comb my hair if I yeah. didn't. Yeah. didn't even shave you know like like there's different I think there's different levels to that if you feel yeah. if you feel neat and that you've put yourself together mm. and you're presentable you you 100% emulate that yeah but I think act. it goes deeper with like yeah it does. Bo- like, yeah like men- mentally your body image yeah um mm. Yeah, there's a, there's just loads of body positivity stuff online at the moment, which baffles my head. There is, but I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with being vain to an extent. No, neither do I. Yeah, neither do I. Again, going back to PT, like there's different levels to being in shape and what you perceive that mm. is. But I definitely feel much better when I feel like I'm I've trained and then I train my clients. Yeah. Versus I train all my clients, then I'm going to train. Because I feel set up for the day. I feel good. I feel like I look good. I feel like I'm in a good place and it's radiating. Also, if you're conscious of being vain and you're talking to your coach about what it is that you actually want, if you tell them, I just want to improve my health, I want to improve uh, my strength overall, all these other goals which aren't your actual goal, Mm. if you were just honest with them and say, I want to look good naked, they would probably give you a slightly different program geared towards that. So you'll actually get what you want if you're upfront about it. I think with clients though sometimes is they don't actually know to give you the right answer because if they did actually knew know that properly they might have done that they think that certain things all represent the same thing they're not actually yeah. sure it's like the thing of I want to get bigger when really if I make you leaner you look bigger and yeah. that was good enough yeah. they don't really know no I suppose it is partially an education thing yeah yeah Andy you've got any more yeah yeah here's with another one so I get this one a lot as well um should I do intervals or should I do steady state cardio? Which one's better? Because a magazine tells me to do like a Tabata or something like that. A magazine? Mm-hmm. A magazine. Or a, <laughs> Who reads who magazines who these days? Oh, now Doris. Doris. <laughs> from the home. She's escaped again. And she's asking Andy questions. It was Doris that asked me. <laughs> Are you my grandson? <laughs> oh, God. Jackie. Um... <laughs> What, so what did you say? Steady state or or intervals? better for fat loss? I think whatever you've got time for. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're actually going to do. Again, I'd I'd rather someone actually did 20 minutes of steady state than did, for instance, uh, uh, five minutes of hit. Okay, let's say... If they're not going to do the hit because they're aware that that's disgusting. Let's say you're new to exercise. Your body's new to exercise. Mm -hmm. I would say definitely steady state walking bike cross trainer anything Mm -hmm. like that let's say somebody's overweight they're new to exercise that is what i would go for yeah but you could argue that your interviews are low steady state huh Mm -hmm. you could do low steady state intervals no one said they were high intensity intervals no but if they're intervals yeah then they are going to be high because then what's the point no so you did a five minute interval on a cross trainer then you went back did your workout went back down a five you're still doing intervals yeah the question is, should you do steady? Because it's boring, maybe. Yeah. That that what they're saying is, which one is better for fat loss? I don't think there is one exactly. that's better. I think no. just what works <laughs> for them. Burn calories. Yeah, exactly. It's the calories in versus calories. But yeah, back to my back to my thing. I would get them to do steady state because intervals, and typically if it's high intensity intervals. Maybe they're not ready for that, yeah. Maybe their body's not ready for that. Maybe they'll get injured. Maybe their heart rate goes super, super high. Mm-hmm. Um, you're thinking about intervals on a piece of kit, right? Basically, your whole workout is intervals. You do a set, you rest 60 seconds, do another set. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know. Hour, but typically, the... with someone, is intervals. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> so I, <laughs> the way just, I would you just said cardio. No, I didn't. I said are intervals better for fat loss? I think they are. Because here's, here's you, get, you get better quality work done, and you can get more done in a small space of time. But at the end of the day, if you're on a treadmill or a piece of kit or doing something for a longer duration, then obviously that's going to accumulate a bigger excess of calories. Mm-hmm. For fat loss, are we talking for about? For fat loss. But I feel like you're also wasting a lot of time doing that because there's so many other facets to your movement and everything else that you could be doing to help fat loss. Because what happens in our sessions when we use those intervals is we give someone the capacity to go and do more things in their outside life, which is like carrying the bags, doing walking, going up the hills, which is a bigger window for them to lose body fat. We're giving them functionality. Mm-hmm. But I think the question is looking through it for a straw because neither nor one or the other is better. It's the perspective in which you use it. But yeah. that's the perspective mm-hmm. that we typically use it from. I think your cardio should be steady state. But no one said it's cardio. The question wasn't cardio. I know. Okay, well then how are you doing a steady state weight session? Easy. 20 rep max, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> you can't. You can't. That's not yeah, But that's why we don't use it. That's what I'm trying to say. Would you ever get a client? Here's a question yeah, for all of us. Okay. Would you ever get a client and put them on a piece of kit for an hour? One piece of kit? No. Or, so would you ever do steady state for an hour with a client? No, no. that's not what well, I'm saying. Again, I'm, I'm not, getting I'm to not, go out for a arguing. walk, I'm though. A, I'm asking so, us if we so, would do so that. So that's an interesting thing, because my old man used to train with another trainer. Um, left man, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> left him for me. Like, yeah, I have heard that, this before, that it's um, PTs are doing that. Yeah, exactly. But it's interesting the way his old trainer used to make him bang him on a treadmill, yeah. 20 minutes, maybe make him do two exercises bang on a cross trainer another 20 minutes and if you look at something like that not only is it okay fair enough he does need to move he needed to burn Mm. calories to lose Mm. weight but at the same time there's a more effective way of doing that and the more engaging way of doing that and also why why would you pay a man to stand there next to you that's what I'm trying to say it's like would you ever do that is there anything wrong with doing that Mm. or is it the moral fact that would you pay someone for them to just stand there? Because yeah. ultimately, if you'd use two methods, one was just standing there with a the guy, even though it's boring as shit for you yeah. as the coach, but that guy loses more weight doing it, is there anything wrong with it? That's the kind of question I'm yeah. bringing to the table. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's better or less. I, I, I wouldn't do it because I would feel like I'm cheating them out of something. So, and there's something that they could, this is something themselves. that they could go away and do themselves. However, I am fully aware, I've got a handful of clients that don't see me, well, the main reason for seeing me isn't my knowledge and expertise. The main reason is accountability. They come and see me because they would not work out unless it was me standing there telling them to do stuff. So, for me, it's efficiency. Yeah. It's like you need to take some, some of it by your own. You can go and do your long, steady state yourself. Mm. rather than using your paid time yeah. learn something move and become more functional yeah. get stronger use those new functionalities so that when you do do your steady state on your own you have an, a better output in doing it mm. but yeah stunner gorgeous <laughs> still feeling <laughs> it wasn't for cardio have you got any more now or should we, should we should we round off with a coffee corner any juicy ones um, on I've table. got a last one. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll rattle through this. What does long-term change look like when it comes to your health and fitness? I diet hop a lot. I'm strict on myself, but how can I keep these habits up for life? These people need to get more efficient at writing questions. <laughs> <laughs> what does long-term change look like? When you- yeah, so I think what somebody's like long-term change in terms of your behaviours... Mm towards a health a healthy lifestyle mm. so what elements does yeah. do they have to have probably stop diet hopping yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think you've answered it there like Eat I diet hop a lot and I'm strict on myself how can I keep this these habits up for life you're, if you're being really really strict on yourself no one will ever keep mm. that up I think there's three yeah. facets to it are you happy are you pain free and are you able? If you meet the needs of those three things, you probably won't be a diet hopping anymore. Yeah. You've, you've probably accomplished what you need to do. Also, how can you, you shoot? That's a completely contradicting statement as well. You can't be strict with yourself and diet hopping. Yeah. 
those are two different things. So you're not being strict. Yeah, well, I think you're maybe strict that's strict you're, you're each diet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's well, the issue. I know, yeah. You're, you're quitting then, on your diet yeah. all the time. Ergo. Yeah. Yeah. Some diets are only 30 days, Max. Oh, <laughs> some, some workouts. I hit six pack in, six pack in 10 days. You do that. You do that. You're not really happy about doing it. You're doing it because you think you have to. It's causing you a lot of pain because you're trying to stick to it. And the basic thing yeah, is you're so not able to do it for long enough for it to happen. So the original question is what does long-term change look like? Mm. So, like, what behavioural elements do they have? I I think it's your attitude when you come in the gym. I think that yeah. is by far and away mm. the most important thing when it comes to it. I have mm. clients who've started with me. They've been miserable. They've been grumpy. They've been dragging themselves in the door. Name names. Exactly. No, I'm not, na- I'm not <laughs> naming it. names. Um, <laughs> people that will sit in the car and wait before their session and dreading it, trying to psych themselves up. If you get to the stage where you are happy and excited to go to the gym, you're excited to train, Mm. it's engaging, stimulating enough for you. You know you've got an interesting program, maybe you've got a great coach, then that is the point you know you've made that that positive change. In terms of long-term change, it almost needs to be that everything outside of the gym that's yes. more important yes. because like yeah. if you're not doing anything right outside of the gym you're not actually going to make any long term change mm-hmm. yeah. sure. I think you need to pick something that you enjoy doing as well it really doesn't have to be the gym it could be a dance class that you love yeah. uh, that you love going to it could be a walking club something like that that you find fits nicely within your routine that you have yeah, and I feel like a bit of healthy competition helps whether it's yes. with yourself or with someone else because it gives you like or knowing when to have that it gives you scale on like how like I want to improve my dancing let's do X I want to improve my habits let's do Y like if it's just going round and round the Marbury bush it's a bit like dead in the wood you're just doing the same shit all the time and you hate it when we were talking about training for aesthetics as well I think then if you've got something outside of that a different goal that's more tangible or mm. more, more trackable at least because obviously with physique the tricky thing is obviously it is what you see in the mirror whereas if you have found a sport a club whatever mm. it may be and you can tangibly see I am getting stronger I'm getting faster I can jump higher all these things which are helping me in this fun thing I enjoy doing outside of the gym you'll want to go to the gym more and yeah. that's the key to your success mm. and just get to know your body what it yeah. likes what it dislikes Mm. what you enjoy Cardio. doing as well yeah, don't be a wet blanket <laughs> <laughs> don't be a wet blanket <laughs> always no I think ultimately find something you enjoy doing Drinking. don't expect yourself to do it 100% of the time maybe 80% of the time mm. allow yourself failures yeah and party and Ooh. crack on <laughs> done sick coffee. coffee coffee you said you had a bunch of questions for me yeah Okay, well, my coffee corner was going to be really simple this this week um, because it's something I see that happens an awful lot of the time. Well, two things. First of all, people that get cow's milk for some reason, um, when they ask for skim milk, why are you doing that? You might as well just add water. Um, it's so true. It's first, very true. First, skinny. First, I have full, yeah, full exactly. cream, to be fair. If you're asking for skinny... <laughs> Don't, for don't working be a in a cafe like 50% of the time I wouldn't even use skin milk I'm like oh, yeah sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was saying this the other day I'm not getting skin milk out of the fridge so when they ask for nut milk I use cow milk trust me trust me v- vegans like you're staring at the barista if you ask for your oat milk or your almond milk you're you're, you're watching them like an absolute no, no one has any idea no one has any idea I no I used to get a load of ladies when I used to work oh, no, at, I'm watching um, I'm watching trust the... me mate yeah you've got the eyes for it I would just put milk in when I used to work at a, I used to have like work at a little Costa mm. and um, they used to get a load of ladies who come in with their uh, yeah and like 10 o'clock after their gym class which they really didn't go to and they used to say oh skinny latte skinny yeah. Yeah, yeah extra hot no I used to be like full fat yeah. full fat full fat yeah. making that, that, the population obese in that yeah this is the problem this is the real problem honestly anyway basically long story short first of all get yourself some oat milk and secondly the other thing you've already alluded to there Annie was just don't don't ask for extra hot all just gonna... don't drink coffee if you're going to get it extra hot it's to have a tea yeah. why because you're ruining um, it sorry you, no, you're, you're burning you. the milk you, you, are, you are correct you are burning I the milk you're not, really, you're not going to get a nice texture on your milk it's going to feel weird secondly uh, it's also going to burn your mouth oh, yeah you can't exactly. even drink it like yeah. 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 See, I don't you're, like lukewarm people, coffee no, people, or, people order it so they can walk to their office and their coffees that's why 
still hot, but then there's no texture to the milk. Yeah, but I anymore. order lukewarm coffee. Uh, I order extra lukewarm hot because coffee. my my mouth is like asbestos mouth. Asbestos. It's yeah. like steel. No, but like, then, I then, then drink the milk, it straight away. You can't even tolerate a plastic straw, bro. You'd be like, can I have extra hot? Extra hot. You can't even tolerate a straw. But then the milk is burned and ruined. It's not burned. It is, mate. It's supposed to be frappuccino. This is yeah. This is. It's really absolutely. You're you're heathen. You, it's it's just that you, can get, you, can get no, you can get no nice oh, texture I think I, in milk. I don't know. I agree with you solidly. Texture. 100%. Trust me, really? if you any like speciality or decent coffee shop you go to, if it's you ask for no, extra hot, they, really? they think you're ridiculous. Because no drinks it for a plastic straw. 100%. No drinks it for a plastic straw. No, I haven't ordered like a latte in ages, but... Well, I'm glad I'm saving you now. I'm saving the people out there. If you go to a cafe, don't get it extra hot. She doesn't. She don't buy it. First of all, you can taste it. Secondly, the milk's going to taste better. Okay. Thirdly, there won't be the silent judgment from the barista of, oh, this absolute dick. Stop, really? I'm actually gonna... big time. Okay, let's do a trial. I'm going to do a trial. What about you bang on the microwave and that? You obviously have to drink it straight away because it won't like, but it's meant to be at what, 70 degrees or like yeah. no more than 70 degrees? Nah, yeah. I need Hi. that hot. No, so like when I make a cup of tea at home, it goes up to, you know the kettle goes up to 200 degrees. Does it can't boil. boil. Water, water can only boil sure. at 100 degrees. Well, if you chat yeah, and breeze about everything above it is still boiling. But no, 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 water can't boil hotter than 100 degrees. Because it evaporates. It, it physically can't, it evaporates. You get yeah, but doesn't it just get hotter and hotter? No, yeah, doesn't. but that's why you get steam above the kettle. No, it's, it's no, it stays at 100 degrees. But I did Andy's thermometer of the of the barbecue <laughs> and I put it in my cup because I wanted to see how it's hot it's got the meat on it still. And it went to 200. <laughs> nah, I promise you. It might be in Fahrenheit or something. But <laughs> yeah, degrees, that is in Fahrenheit, by in, the way. Uh, yeah, ah! degrees centigrade. <laughs> See what man lives with. Big, big brain energy. I was <laughs> like, Fahrenheit. oh my God, I'm not human. Like, no. I could drink that. Yeah, 200 goes, degree water is... So I have this, 100 this, degree yeah. water. 200 degree water is in there. <laughs> I have 100 degree water. Right. <laughs> and then uh, I've been telling everyone that fact. <laughs> oh my God. Like, you know Honestly. fact of the day? Fact, that is dumb. That's a bad I'm saying, you know your kettle, it actually boils to 200 oh, no, degrees, no. so then oh, when you drink no. it, when you pour it, it's 100. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's doing that. And then she's ordering everyone's, an extra hot latte. everyone's believed me. This is, this is what we're working you with, You know when people. that says do a warm-up and that? <laughs> Don't listen. Yeah, get your body temp to 200, <laughs> 200 degrees. 200 degrees, honestly. Get blood. Your blood can actually go 250. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. That's good. Alright guys, we'll knock, it, knock it on the head there. Thank you guys all so much for listening to the More Than Muscle podcast and yeah, it's someone else. I'm still I'm still blown away. I can't even do the outro. Uh, More Than Muscle LTD, Max Dodd Fitness, PT Andy Polides, PT Nat Sylvester, Annabelle's Lifting. Go check them out. Um, do some PT. Make good choices. And we'll see you next week. Um, also, I think on one of the podcast platforms you can rate us rate us apple podcasts yeah yeah give us a drop us a hot star. rating if it's <laughs> nice five 200 degree star rating <laughs> um so yeah we'd really appreciate that we absolutely would five stars or don't bother yeah <laughs> too late <laughs> see you next week bye bye, bye.